Well, good morning, everyone. Good to see you all today. Glad to see everybody here on the, not just Sunday morning, but the day of our annual business meeting. So looking uh, forward to uh, giving you all all an update of where we are with uh, our construction and our finances and all that kind of stuff and get all of that behind us for another year. I think that's the part I probably looked forward to the most. <laughs> I don't really look forward to business meetings much, but uh, anyway, it's good to see all of y'all here either way. This morning we're going to begin in the book of Joshua, chapter 1. So if you have your Bibles and or electronic devices that hold the Bible, uh, please get to that area. Man, it used to be so much simpler. Say, turn to this page. Not anymore. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning before we get into the message. Dear Lord, we just come to you this morning. We, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Uh, Lord, it's only by your grace and mercy that we're able to be here today. It's only by your grace and mercy that we're still able to, to breathe and take in air and live. And Lord, it, all of our life, everything that we are is in your hands. We just thank you, God, that you've given us another day that we can serve you, that we can be a testimony of your goodness to the rest of this world, Lord. Lord, you are a light in the darkness, and Lord, we just ask that you help us to shine that light that others might see. Lord, as we get ready to get into this message this morning, I pray, Father, first of all, that you would send your anointing and help me to speak and say what you'd have me to. I pray that you'd go before me and prepare each and every one here to receive this word that that it would be good for them, Lord, that it would do a work in them. Lord, I, I just surrender to you right now. I ask that you just uh, use me as you see fit. Lord, forgive us where we fall, failed you, and uh, help us to just be cleansed and to be holy, because you are holy, Lord. Lord, we just ask you to have your way in the rest of this service today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Joshua chapter 1. <clears throat> We're going to read verse 1 through verse 9 this morning. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people to the land which I am given to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, 
For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and be, be and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Be strong. Be courageous. Three different times in these nine verses, God told that to Joshua. In order to understand why that's so important, we need, need to understand Joshua in the situation he's in. Joshua has, has had a leader, a mentor for many years. Forty years they spent wandering in the wilderness from the time they came out of Egypt. And during those 40 years, Joshua hung pretty close to Moses. He stayed with him through all that time. He, he tried to be as helpful as he could and and all of that time, not only was he trying to help Moses, but he was also being led by Moses. He was being mentored. He was being trained. He was being prepared. And so Joshua finds himself right at the brink of going into this promise that God had made all the way back to Abraham. He's standing right at the border of the promised land. Moses has, dead. It has died. The man that he's followed for 40 years has died. The one that he turned to to find answers to the questions he had, the, the things that would come up as he tried to help Moses and help lead these people, he would turn to Moses for, for guidance, for advice, for comfort even during those times, and he's gone. And now all of that responsibility... All of the responsibility of leading these people and, and all of the things that they're about to come into falls on Joshua. Man, that's, that's a heavy weight. Think of what that meant to him. It wasn't just that he had to become the leader. He had lost the man that had being his spiritual guide. It wasn't just that he knew he was about to encounter some things. It was that now he was going to encounter these things without that person leading him and guiding him. It all fell on him to not only become the leader, but to become the spiritual guide for others because he was now the one that was going to stand in the presence of God and relay the commands of God. He was about to lead this large group of people. Uh, he, ha he knew he had a huge task ahead of him. I I'm telling you all these things for a reason. Because some of us can identify with this. 
He was standing on the brink of going into the promise of God, but what was it going to take to inherit that promise? It wasn't simply waiting and hoping that it was going to fall into his lap. No, he knew he was going into this land that was already occupied by other people. And God had promised the land to him, but they probably didn't know that or see it that way. You see, he was going into a land that there was already other nations living there. That was their land in their eyes. And he was going to have to go into this land, lead these people that were not trained in war, into battle. He was going to walk into this land and begin to occupy the land of other people simply because God told him to. He knew he was going into battle. Just imagine the weight on this guy to know what was coming. And so now we, we think back to these verses we just read and the fact that God mentions three different times, be strong and of good courage. Be strong and very courageous. He's telling him these things over and over again to, to reinforce that, Joshua, you're going to encounter trials, you're going to encounter trouble, but you have something they don't. You have me. See, this is a level of walk with God he had not experienced yet. He had relied on Moses for this communication, but now it was on him. You might call this a, a little promotion. Now this relationship between him and God was going to become the most important thing in his life. He was going to have to rely on this communication with God for every aspect of his daily life, for every decision that it was to be made, for every battle that he encounters, he's going to have to trust God. Be strong, be courageous. See, Joshua knew some of the things that lay ahead of him, but he didn't know every detail. Maybe, maybe you're here today and you're facing some of the, something similar to that. You, you know there's trouble laying ahead. You mo know there's the possibility of problems, but you may not know every detail. And it weighs on you when you encounter that. It weighs on you to know that, that maybe, maybe that new responsibility has fallen on you. You're able to depend on someone else in the past. Or maybe you're just moving into an area that's full of uncertainty. You just don't know how it's going to go, but there's a lot of people looking at you to be the one to bring this home. Has God called you to something? You feel the, the Holy Spirit leading you to something? Y'all, I can tell you firsthand that it can be scary, overwhelming, and uncertain. That's what faith is all about. There's not a lot of certain things in faith other than who you've put your faith in. That's it. I, I trust God. I, I don't know how anything's going to work out, but I trust God. 
You think, you think Joshua was saying that to himself? Man, I don't, I don't know what we're about to encounter, but I trust God. See, Joshua had walked through so many things over the previous 40 years. He had seen God do things that were just tremendously outside of the ordinary. Has anybody else ever saw water all of a sudden come out of a rock? That doesn't happen. Has anybody else saw a, a great body of water just part and stand up like a wall and then there be dry ground to walk on? No, that just doesn't happen. Then he sees it again in the coming days right after this as, as God stops the Jordan River from flowing so they can cross. Time and time again, Joshua had saw the hand of God move. He, he had saw God work through Moses to, to do mighty things. And now, he's the guy. You know there's doubt that comes into his head. And it may be for you today too. It, there may be that little bit of doubt that comes in that says, man, I can't do what Moses did. If you're saying something like that, maybe you're comparing yourself to someone else and you're saying, I, I, can't, I can't do what they do. I just want to submit to you two different things today. First of all, I'm going to remind you, just like God was reminding Joshua, be, first you need to be strong and courageous because He is with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. And secondly, I would say, uh, it ain't about Moses. It ain't about anybody that you're comparing yourself to. It's about Him. He is the one that calls. He is the one that equips. He is the one that enables. And if He calls you, He has a plan. He has a purpose. It ain't, wor it ain't about your abilities. It ain't about your knowledge, your skill level. None of that stuff. He will bring any of that to pass that He needs to. It's about your obedience to Him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26, it begins, it says, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty and the base things of the world, and the things which are despised, God has chosen, and the things which are not, to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in His presence. But of Him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption, that as it is written, He who glories... Let him glory in the Lord. So maybe your struggle today is just with those simple things, those feelings that says, you're not good enough to do this. Y'all, I believe that our enemy uh, is a liar and that he will come to you and lie. When God has, has the Holy Spirit it begins to work and deal with you and draw you to something, the, Holy, the, the enemy, I'm sorry, will come and he will lie. He'll tell you something opposite of what God's drawing you to. 
he'll say, you're not good enough for that. Just look at those other people. Man, you'll never be able to do what they do. You don't have the abilities, the talents, the, the necessary education, whatever it may be, to do what they do. Well, that passage we just read says uh, that he may be right. Hang on. Don't get, don't get all caught up in that now. What does that passage say? It says, in fact, that most of the time God chooses the ones that aren't able. The ones that don't have the ability. The ones that are not of a certain, certain particular status in society. He chooses them. So, so if you're sitting there thinking, man, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have that. Good. Because that scripture confirms that you're probably the one God called. Huh? So you can just tell the devil, you're right, devil, I'm not good enough, but he is. I'm not strong enough, but he is. I don't have enough courage, devil, but he does. And I'm going to lean on him. I'm going to let him be the one that is bringing glory to everything around me. I'll give him the praise, the honor, the glory, because I know I am not enough without him. Maybe you've lost someone in your life that was that source of strength for you. Like Joshua lost Moses. That's a tough time. I think most of us have probably been through that, and if we haven't yet, we will. It's tough when you lose that person that you confide in, that person that you turn to when you're feeling low, and, and they can kind of, maybe they just, you know, encourage you a little. Or maybe they just give you that little kick in the rear end you need to get moving. Whatever it might be. It's tough, man. And I think that's why I can identify with Joshua so strongly in this. is When you lose that person in your life that, that is your mentor. That person that you look up to and say, man, I want to be like them or... Or that person that's just always been the one that's just grabbed you by the arm and said, come on, you need to do this. Then it's on you. Maybe, maybe you don't have that source of accountability anymore that, that can encourage you and pull you along, but I want you to hear me today. Maybe it's time that you become that for someone else. Maybe God wants to use you in that way that, that right now, today, there's somebody in your life that looks up to you, that needs you to hold them accountable, that needs you to encourage them, that needs you to teach and lead and guide them. And maybe God's calling you to step out of your comfort zone and be strong and courageous and say, you know what, I don't know all the answers, I don't know how we're going to do it, and I don't feel like I have anything to offer. But I know God's calling me. And I know God's leading me, and He said He wouldn't leave me or forsake me. So I'm going to trust Him. He's with you, and He will help you. I think some of the scariest times in my life have been the times 
that I had to lead. They're also some of the most fulfilling. The times I had to step out of my comfort zone and do something I didn't know how I would pull it off. And I just want to reiterate something to you today. It wasn't me. I can't take credit for it. If I'm really honest with myself and with you today, I I can't take credit for any success in my life has not been me. It's because God has been with me. It's because God has led me. And all the failures in my life, they were not God's fault. It was because I took my eyes off of Him. Just like what we see with the Israelites as they go into the promised land, they have success, 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 and they had failures. Every time they would take their eyes off of God and stop trusting Him, looking to something else, they would fail. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.